charity reinvention for a digital world with Benevolence Charity Solutions. In an ever-changing world, it is, I think, the not-for-profits, the charities, the people of heart that are truly standing with impact and making choices that impact the whole of humanity and making sure that, for example, from just having a slice of bread in the evening to a full meal at least once a day, this is the work to be done. And I am so pleased to invite Angela McLaren, the Chief Executive Officer of Benevolent Charity Solutions Life in Canada to join us in conversation and really understand the heart of what BCS, Benevolent Charity Solutions, is all about. Angela, I know you've been so busy, and particularly through the best of time. You know, it's when businesses shut down, where those that are in need are left stranded. And it's charities, it's not-for-profits that stand up and do whatever they can, whether it be through sponsorship or fundraising or just by, you know, faith to make a difference, make sure that people and humanity come together and make that difference. So uh, welcome to the conversation and lovely to have you around. Thank you for the opportunity. So I want to get into the heart of the matter. I mean, you state in your business that you are there for a purpose, that you are very interested in businesses that drive purpose far more than profit. And I think we're in a, in a world that's changing. Ultimately, I see a world where, you know, business and profits uh, fall away, that it's people and business that come together. So what is the heart of your story, Angela? I mean, ultimately, how did you uh, start in community services? Why is your passion so driven through benevolent charity uh, solutions? When I moved to Canada, I had never been in a non-for-profit and charity sector, so it was pretty new for me. I actually started off uh, in animal welfare, and I began charity in a really small community and started working with uh, some of the First Nation communities. And what happened from there is I got really, really more involved in the charity and non-for-profit sector and ended up opening three other non-for-profits from there. Currently, I'm an executive director for a charity up here in Prince George. And when COVID came about, initially in the beginning, no one was really quite sure what that was going to look like for the charity and non-for-profit sector. But what ultimately happened due to the restrictions that people could not do in-person fundraising anymore. So that posed a tremendous challenge for organizations that relied solely on donor funding and got most of their donor funding through in-person events. You know, so now we as a non-for-profit looking at how do we fundraise online and what does that look like? How do we, we achieve the same goals that we were in-person events. And so some of the challenges that I found as an ED, one of the first ones was now you have to take your programs and services that you offering this community and you now have to move it into an online platform. And some of the first challenges initially for that was uh, a website. And I was very lucky that I had a workable website. I was able to uh, do the changes to my website myself and I was able to move all those programs and services online but there are many many small charities medium charities and non-for-profits that the EDs and staff don't always necessarily have those skills that is where they're looking at volunteers to help do that service for them and in cases where they don't even have those options is trying to figure out how to do that themselves and you would know I've uh, been in graphic design industry and web development industry it's super super expensive to actually build your own website that was one of the first challenges that I found is so now you're dealing with non-profits and charities with now facing possibly financial closure and how full a gap 
to help charities still continue to do the work that they do. So that was one of the first elements. I was like, okay, so, you know, me as an ED, I have the skills, but could you imagine me sitting there knowing that my charity could close, knowing that I've lost my volunteers, knowing that my donor funding could now dwindle and I can't even move my services and programs online. And so that's one of the portions that Benevolent Charity Solutions actually does as a service that we offer charities and non-for-profits. The other thing was, okay, so now we have to do online fundraising. And what does that look like? And, you know, I'd come up with a great fundraising event that I believe that generated lots of revenue. And I thought it would really make an impact on our charity. Started doing some research, found some on-run fundraising platforms to do what I wanted to do. But the challenge with them is they couldn't really make the changes that I needed to be able to maximize um, the donations that would come through that fundraising page. So one of the first things was, okay, so if I can't adapt and change my fundraising event, and then I have to use existing platforms, it was kind of a little frustrating for me. So that was one of the things is how can we fill that gap that people can still have their unique fundraisers, but we can kind of play around with those platforms to make sure that they can actually uh, do the fundraiser that they want, that they would make the best success for that organization. The other thing was, you know, when you look at using online fundraising platforms, they are kind of just a plug and play. So you have to come up the uh, strategic piece and then you've got to come up putting it online and then executing it so the other challenges too is if you don't have a strategic mind and you can't afford to bring on someone who's going to do strategy and uh, you're in a position now we have to now really think out of the box and this is kind of where benevolent actually comes in is you know we we're basically creating an online platform which which is a digital form of fundraising online but we don't just want to say hey, here's the platform, good luck, and we hope you reach your fundraising goal. Because, you know, a lot of the time that doesn't happen. And there's lots of reasons that those things don't really happen. And so one of the main reasons is, is that the strategy isn't always there. And that's kind of, we fit in in that piece. And we actually help our clients create strategies. And then there's the social media piece. And, you know, everyone knows social media is the way to go. And so kind of when I did a lot of research and discovered that a large majority of those charities did not have an online presence particularly around Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And even if they did, there was little to no engagement, little to no likes. So, you know, people weren't really utilizing that in a way to kind of increase their market share, increase their donations. So that was a piece that I felt was really missing for people to really achieve their fundraising goals. So with Benevolent Charity Solutions, not only do we offer the online platform, we also offer the strategic approach to reaching those fundraising goals, um, as well as we provide the social media graphics to be able to launch that campaign and make it successful. So along the line, what we do is we don't just build your website, hope it works, and we'll see you at the end of the line. We kind of walk our clients through that. So we actually go back and we say, okay, so, you know, these are the analytics. This is where we know where your donors are coming from. This is where we know your donations aren't, you know, are they women? Are they men? Like, what are our target markets? What are their average spend? And then we come back and tweak fundraiser to make sure that they reach those fundraising goals. So that kind of really, really makes us unique and different from our competitors. And then coming back to the website piece where I spoke about in the beginning is we actually offer free website service. So we will actually build a website for charities and non-for-profits for free. Um, and that's, you know, that service would really be for those small to medium guys that just don't have the budget to do that. So the mission for me is about helping charities and non-profits stay alive, um, but helping them still be able to make the impact and do the work that they're doing in their communities. 
experience with uh, various community leaders is that it's, it's, you know, hands on the ground and ultimately the administration and fundraising and pushing the agenda of making sure that your digital footprint is there, that you are enticing not only the usual donors, like you, you've mentioned, understanding your market and your target, but enticing new people who can get engaged. I mean, when we look at the bottom line reporting, I'm quite excited to eventually see a true cause and effect where your social and environmental impact is so integrated into business. Digitally, there's also education I'm sure that you need to do because I love the fact, Angela, that BCS works with strategy that complements the output as such. You know, it's a shot in the dark, really, uh, really a moonshot as such. When you just place any audiovisual or multimedia package into the open space, you might get one hit to one view, you might, and that might be exactly what you need. So that effective understanding education and then integration into the charity for sustainability is key. So I love the free website and your team is extensive to include the strategy behind that. I want you to tell us a bit about, about your team and how the integrated platforms from your free website then moves into, say, the social media content that feeds into not only the website, but the analytics that can draw more from the storyboard and create more effective campaigns, I'm sure, in the strategy as you analyze. We're still in the testing phase, but we're looking at ways on how to bring in partners that can help us roll out the pieces that we need in order to make this project successful. I've actually partnered with an online fundraising platform that fills that fundraising piece for me so that I can actually test the concept. We've taken on some charities and non-for-profits that want to use our services and we're using them as test subjects to see if this concept already works. And, uh, you know, once we have that information, we can go back, you know, how can we make that as cost-effective for charities and non-for-profits? And in the process of doing that, we're looking at, you know, how do we scale the business? What does that look like? What do we need to be able to achieve those goals? Really going back and making sure that this concept is viable, it's uh, profitable, and it's going to make the impact that it does. Now, obviously, you've been very active in, in activating different campaign strategies before launching BCS. And I particularly want to look at crowdfunding because doing, you know, all the rage was crowdfunding when it was launched. And it's such an effective, smart solution if you get it right. At what stories or can you give us around crowdfunding and how effective that can be as a service linked into the, the ultimate strategy yeah and you know crowdfunding's actually been around a lot longer than we actually know um it goes yeah. back into the mid 1900s where crowdfunding was used then already so it's, it's not really a new concept actually the fact that it's now wow. moved online is probably what makes it really really different so crowdfunding is actually one of the services that we give people but we also have that peer-to-peer element and that's kind of like kind of fits into the crowdfunding piece but that's when you kind of rally people together and having public events and getting people to partake in those events and meeting your donors and really having in-person connections uh, with your donors and supporters that's like kind of being like swept away now when we're looking at crowdfunding we don't have that in-person relationships that we may have had with donors in the past and so now we have to make that campaign really suitable very emotional i'm really really tapping into our existing donors and really taking our mission and vision and bringing in new donors. I explained probably the little bit of a difference between crowdfunding and peer-to-peer. A good example of crowdfunding would, I want to build a new shelter. And I know that that's my fundraising goal. And I just reach out to the community and say, donate, whatever, whatever amount you can. And we kind of market that and 
make the feel good story wherever we can. And that is a challenging form of fundraising in itself because you, you're not relying on independent people to tell your story. You are relying on yourself as an organization to effectively get that story out and to get people to, to raise money for your organization. And then, so we look at the piece of peer to peer and peer to peer is, is where we're actually using our supporters. We're actually using our donors and we're getting them to rally on behalf of the organization to raise funding. That would be an example if we looked at a run. We'd run a marathon. Uh, you would uh, accept donations. You would create teams. You would create goals and you would actually fundraise towards those goals. So we actually, one of the first tests we actually did on the peer-to-peer side is we did uh, one with the Prince George Main Society. And it is basically like, like a jail and bail. So you uh, lock yourself up. And your goal is to raise your adoption fee, which in technicality would be your bail, in order for you to be released from the adoption center. And what we did there is, you know, we we got people to sign people up to do that. So they nominated people. And then we got them to set their bail amount, which would be their adoption fee. And then we put them out there using the platform and you're like, create your own fundraising page, tell your stories, tell people why you support the organization help rally people together to get you bailed out. And, you know, we didn't want people to stop there. We were kind of like, you know, we have a goal. This is what it is. And this is kind of where benevolent fitted in. We were like, how do we help those people locked into those kennels to rally their supporters, not only to help bail them out, but to actually raise more money for the organization. And that's kind of where we really looked at the social media piece, where it wasn't just about telling the story. It was about creating a strategy that really worked. They got people excited. They got people interactive. So, you know, that's kind of one of the examples of what we've done, uh, one of our first test subjects, and it was hugely successful. I love the fact that you've two parts said said it's so important to get the emotion involved and, and, and tell the story through that kind of um viewpoints or you know islands <laughs> and but at the same time the, the critical importance globally for charities to have this kind of transparency and to have a, a humility in the showcasing of the story to attract funders is it seems to be a dual setup with that said how does one keep that balance between the emotive part of bringing investors and the transparency of an agency and making sure that community and collaboration buy into the bigger picture. The only way we get people involved with our organization is by sharing our mission and, uh, you know, sharing our vision with our community and, and really making it clear what our goals are. And, you know, talking back about transparency, you know, we as non-for-profits and charities are making an impact. And a large majority of those times we are donor funded and, um, we then accountable to our communities on what we spend and what we do with their money and the impact that we have. And the interesting part about all of that is that we also have to be vulnerable to our donors. Um, sometimes we have to reach out and say, we're not doing well. We, you know, we're deeply impacted by COVID. Um, you know, what can you do as an organization to keep us alive, to keep our mission alive and allow us to continue to do the impact that we're, we're making in those communities? And that's part of the vulnerability and being transparent. And I think a lot of organizations, it's been super scary for you to reach out and say, you know what, we're in dire straits. Like, we need you, you know, your story and our story and the impact that we're making in our communities is so reliant on donor funding that 
we needed to come to the table because the impact of COVID was not just to charities and non-for-profits. It was to business in general. You know, businesses were collapsing all over the place. The way we did business looked different. So it was a very scary, scary time and still is for charities and non-for-profits. And if we as Benevolent Charity Solution can create some relief so that that impact or that fear of what does the future look like is not so daunting. So with that said, I, for example, am an organization, a very small organization. I'm driven by that purpose. I don't have time on my hands and and I'm daunted by anything technology. How would you engage to make sure that the not-for-profit understands your unique value proposition and how that benefits them and how easy it could be? And perhaps are there different stages that they could buy into? When we first sit down with our client, you know, we really spend some time talk about their organization, we really get a feel of what do they want, what's their mission, how they want to achieve those goals. And then um, we work together on a strategy, telling their story in a way that their donors will understand because all those donors are different. You know, the minute you step online as an organization, that's how you start fundraising. And that is super important that, you know, we're making sure that we're getting the right story out, uh, you know, for those charities and non-for-profits, actually helping them achieve those goals. And, you know, if, if the fundraising story has to change, if the um, goal has to change and the way that you look at reaching out your donors have to change. And that's where benevolent charity solutions fill the gap. The, the duality of it, which is quite remarkable, is with development of the strategy, you're also looking at what works and what doesn't. Because when you look at digital, perhaps what might have worked at an event it needs to be translated into a whole different avenue of thought and execution. If an organization had to, to approach you, what would be the first point of entry, both in monetary value and service? Yes, the website is free. That's that's sublime. But strategy is critical. So how would you um, then simplify for them? What do they need in pocket to come to you? Is there a possibility of aligning funding to the next stages so that they grow with you? When organizations join us, there is no financial output originally in creating a website. And, you know, we do that for the specific reason is that we want to help. The other thing is when we come to crowdfunding and peer-to-peer advertising, it is a commission base. So we do take a percentage off the top line. Uh, The other aspect is, is you can have the option as a charity or non for profit to pay that for yourself. But we actually have a cash out system where you will ask your donor when you're cashing out, do you want to cover the platform fee for that organization? So we did it with the Humane Society fundraiser and we made it a cash out option only. Went in saying you as a charity and non-for-profit don't have to pay a fee. And we will ask your donor if they're prepared to cover that. 100% of the donors covered that um, platform fee. Understanding that if we can take the pressure of the non-for-profit and charity where they can take 100% of those funds and put it towards their mission, that is kind of our goal. So, you know, we understand that we have to run a business, um, but we try and make that as easy as we can for our charities and non-for-profits so that they don't feel the outlaying of money. Because very often, you know, when you deal with charities and non-for-profits and you come in the first approach and you're like, oh, I want to help you, there's always like, what is it going to cost me? What is it going to cost me to do this? And Absolutely. most charities and non-for-profits don't want to outlay money in the beginning. Um, so because we don't know the risk. You don't know what that looks like. And we're kind of like, hey, this money comes off the top of what we fundraise. Um, and um, you, if you don't do well, um, you're not outlaying a lot, large percentage of money, which may be more than you actually fundraise through that fundraising event. So that's why it's so important that benevolent charity solutions actually helps them reach that fundraising goal 
because we ensure that they get the money they need and that they're successful. We know that we we are setting and laying out a future for that charity and non-for-profit that's going to continue and impact. And obviously it helps us as a business to be able to still be successful and be able to help other charities and non-for-profits. How can people find out more about your online digital footprints? How would they get in contact with you? Yeah, so the easiest way to actually get a hold of uh, Benevolent Charity Solutions is just to visit our website, which is bcscares.ca. But I just want people to keep in mind is we're kind of still in the testing phase and I'm still looking for test charities and non-for-profits. So if you find yourself in that situation that you need support, please reach out to us through our website and uh, we'll use you as a pilot. It's not going to cost you anything. Help us continue to make a difference. What is your email address? It's A. McLaren, so A-M-C-L-A-R-E-N, B-C-S hyphen Canada.ca. Anything you'd like to leave us with or say as we finish off? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for listening. I hope that we've made some difference and change today. And I hope that we can create some excitement that people uh, will know there's help out there. Um, But I want to thank that guy Productions. You know, it's exposure like this that we need in order to get the word out. So thank you very much for taking your time today and letting us get um, some word out on Benevolent Charity Solutions. Thank you so much. If you want further information about Benevolent Charity Solutions, check out bcscares.ca and of course, Charity Reinvention for a Digital World with Benevolent Charity Solutions.